بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم حضرت عبداللہ بن زبیر اور عبداللہ بن عباس رضی اللہ عنہما were present when حضرت عبداللہ بن عامر بن خوریز رضی اللہ عنہ was in the throes of death he said to his people see these two brothers of mine are fasting it should not be that because of my death their meal at the time of breaking their fast is delayed Hazrat Abdullah bin Zubair and Abdullah bin Abbas were present when Hazrat Abdullah bin Amir bin Khurayz was in the throes of death. So he said to his people, his family, see these two brothers of mine are fasting. It should not be that because of my death, their meal at the time of breaking their fast is delayed. Abdullah bin Zubair said, if anything could prevent you from generosity and honoring others, it would have been the pangs of death. But this too has not prevented you. He eventually passed away in the condition that food was placed in front of the visitors. This is a person who is leaving the world now. And in this condition, he has that presence of mind. He has that composure. That he is even considerate that these people have come to pay their respects. They know now I'm ill. I'm on my way out. They've come to pay their respects. But he's aware they are fasting. So in this moment that he is now departing from the world, he is concerned that they must not be delayed in their meal at the time of breaking their fasts. This is something where a person is totally at peace and he is totally ready to meet Allah Ta'ala. So nothing has changed his composure, he is forever, he is completely conscious of everything around him and he is even considerate of those who have come to see him. Ammar bin Aus radiallahu anhu says, I was present at the side of Utbah bin Abu Sufyan radiallahu anhu before his death. He was in the throes of death. He said, before leaving this world, I wish to narrate a hadith to you. My sister Umm Habiba radiallahu anhu narrated to me that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, whoever performs 12 rakats of chashd salah, salatul duha, daily with sincerity, Allah ta'ala will construct for him a mansion in Jannah. This was the spirit of propagating the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu and deen that not even death prevented them from doing so. He's in the last moments and he's saying, I want to relate one more hadith before I go. Before his death, Muhammad bin Munkadir rahmatullahi began crying. Someone asked him, why do you cry? He replied, I do not cry because I committed any sin. According to my knowledge, I have not committed any sin throughout my life. Nevertheless, I, may, I am crying because I may have done something, regarding it to be something light, something trivial. Whereas in the sight of Allah Ta'ala, it may be something very serious. The Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, تَحْسَبُونَهُ هَيِّنَوْ وَهُوَ عِنَّ اللَّهِ عَظِيمُ Sometimes there are things, تَحْسَبُونَهُ هَيِّنَا You regard it as trivial. You regard it as a minor thing. But وَهُوَ عِنَّ اللَّهِ عَظِيمٌ In the court of Allah Ta'ala, it's a very serious thing. Sometimes a person utters some word. That word causes such difficulty, such problems, such a calamity it brings about. But he didn't realize what he did. He said something and carried on. And he felt, well, nothing happened. Whereas in the hadith, Nabi Salaam says, Sometimes a person utters a word 
لایلقی لہا بالن یرف اللہ بہا درجات that he doesn't consider it to be anything but Allah Ta'ala elevates his stages as a result of that good word he said that good statement he made and on the other hand a person makes some negative statement he says something which causes such a problem but he paid no attention to it yahwi biha fi jahannam as a result of the statement he made he ends up in the depths of the fire of jahannam so there are many things sometimes we regard it as very trivial we regard it as by the way what's serious about this this is something that has nothing to worry about but they have very very serious implications he then said i only fear i have fear i only have this fear that i did something which i was not aware of at the approach of amir bin abdi qais's rahmatullahi's death he began crying somebody told him despite making these sacrifices is for deen are you still crying he replied i am not crying out of fear for death and not because of greed for this world i am crying because of the sadness of missing from today onwards the fasting on hot summer afternoons and the performance of tahajjud salah during the last portion of the cold winter nights before the demise of hazrat hasan rahmatullah alayhi someone some people came to visit him they requested him to give them some lasting advice he said after hearing three things from me you should leave me in solitude so that i could reach the place where i intend to go number 1 act upon those actions first where would you instruct others to act upon number 1 act upon those actions first where would you instruct others to act upon number 2 refrain from those matters first which you instruct others to refrain from and number 3 every step of yours is either beneficial for you in leading you towards jannah or harmful for you by leading you towards jahannam hence think before lifting every step as to where it is taking you first two aspects that act upon what you instruct others first likewise refrain first from that which you instruct others to refrain from this does not mean that a person adopts the attitude that well till i don't get this in my life well i will tell nobody else about it what is meant is that get it in your life and tell others there is not that tartib that sequence is not there that till a person has not brought something in his life then he is not permitted to tell somebody else sometimes inviting somebody else towards the good becomes the reason and the means of him getting into it and forbidding the evil to somebody else becomes the reason and the means for him staying away So what is meant is that you should start doing it yourself and you want to instruct others so do it yourself immediately one person came to the tamir rahmatullah alayhi with his child and he said to him that this chap eats this india this sugar raw sugar they call it gur so he eats this excessively and is bad for his health but he doesn't want to listen so advise him tell him he must not eat it I told him okay bring him tomorrow and come or after 3 days either tomorrow or after 3 days the person finally came back as he was instructed so then another told the child look this is not good for your health don't eat it so the father was surprised he says that this was something you could have told him when i came the first time and you said must come back after one day or whatever 3 days 
What was the big effort in or time needed to say this? This was a simple, straightforward thing. You could have said it to him immediately. So I said, actually, I also was in the habit of eating this guru. So when you asked me to give this advice, so I decided that for this advice to be effective, I will have to stop myself also. Not that it is not permissible to give that advice, but for it to be effective, if I am not practicing myself, what effect it will have on him? So I first waited for this respite, for this three days, I stopped completely myself. Now I advised him, so that inshallah this advice will have some effect on him. Before the demise of Hazrat Rabi Rahmatullah his daughter began crying. He said, O oh daughter, do not cry. Rather say, how happy is my father that today he has acquired a great wealth. Before the death of Hazrat Makhul Shami Rahmatullah he started laughing. Someone asked him, is this the time to laugh? He replied, why should I not laugh when I am being separated forever from that, from that for which I used to become perplexed. And now I am quickly going towards that being upon whom I placed all my hopes. Someone asked Hazrat Hassan bin Sinan radiallahu anhu while he was in the throes of death about the difficulties he was experiencing. He replied, I am definitely experiencing difficulties. But what can be said about the difficulties of a believer at the time when his hope to meet Allah Ta'ala and his happiness over this overpower his difficulties? Before the death of Ibn Idris, his daughter began crying. He said, there is no reason to cry. I have completed the reading of 4,000 Qur'ans in this house. In the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif which we heard in tonight's Tarawih, Allah Ta'ala says, Ya ayuhal ladheena amanu attaqullah, wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat lighad. That fear Allah Ta'ala, or you who believe, fear Allah Ta'ala, and see what have you sent ahead. So those who have sent a lot ahead, he sent 4,000 Qur'ans, Khatam of the Qur'an Sharif ahead. So when a person has sent a lot of good ahead, so now he is eager to go where he has sent his good. So the person then is completely ready to meet Allah Ta'ala. Because he has now built the abode of Akhirat. He has sent all this good ahead. So therefore he is now ready to go there. But if a person has sent that which is going to be very very problematic for him. That which is going to be a source of pain and difficulty. He has sent evil deeds only ahead. And obviously nobody wants to go and meet his evil. Nobody wants to go meet the consequences of his bad deeds. So the thing to do is to all the time... On the one hand, be doing as much good that we can. Besides the faraiz, wajibat, the sunnat muakkada, that goes without saying. Over and above that, as much as good we can do, this is something that will make us yearn to then meet Allah Ta'ala. And to keep seeking Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. So that whatever thorns we have sent ahead, whatever serpents and scorpions we have created for ourselves, by the constant seeking of forgiveness by istighfar, we would be moving this out of our, system, our record and clearing this up. So this is the thing that we have to learn from these people's incidents. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq that we always prepare ourselves.